It's the Bougie Podcast. Proudly sponsored by Cimarron Golf Club. What is going on, Pooge Crew? Thank you for being here for episode 116 of the Pooge Podcast. A lot to unfold on today's video. If you're here looking for some NFL content, some preview talk for week 10, stick around on this channel. This is where you're going to find it down the road later on this week or later on today, even with more NFL recap conversations about the games from week nine. But we want to take some time today to talk about week nine of the Jacksonville Jaguar schedule. Obviously, as you see behind me, we got the Jumbo Shrimp rocking, the Jacksonville Jaguar flag, obviously sporting the UCF Knights. But we're going to dive in to the Jaguars conversation. First and foremost, subscribe to the channel. Follow us on your preferred podcast streaming platform as well, so you can always listen to us on the go wherever you may be. But I do want to welcome in recurring guest at this point, third week in a row, I think it is, for Mr. Matt Maynard. Appreciate you being here. Threes to the head, third week in a row. Matt, thank you for being here, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you as always. It's always fun. Uh, it's unfortunate the rest of the guys can't join us, but you know what? I think we'll make we'll make the fun of it as, with just the two of us. Yeah, yeah, we'll still make it fun. We'll still have a great time. And for those that are our first time listeners, typically we all have Jacob on, Sam, sometimes Luke. Who knows? Will join us. But today it's just going to be the two of us. And and Matt, I just want to start off week nine. We'll get into it in the next video. Was one of the craziest weeks in the NFL season, but that starts off with the Jacksonville Jaguars overcoming. 14 and a half point road dog. They were at 1.16 and a half with Josh Allen in the vaunted Buffalo Bills offense and like number one ranked defense coming into Jacksonville. And I don't think anyone expected what happened on Sunday to happen. Nope. Including myself, including myself, the rest of the Jags fans, uh, the rest of the Bills fans that were there. By the way, the whole place was blue. I guess we were pulling to the tailgate that we were all intimidated. We we're like, oh gosh. We don't know what to do, but they weren't expecting it. I don't think the bartenders were expecting it. Even if they weren't watching the game, you're at the stadium. I don't think they were expecting it. It was yeah, just no, I mean, crazy. Great expectations, as I think it was Charles Dickens once said. Our expectations were extremely low going into this game. In fact, last episode of the Puji podcast, we spent only about two minutes previewing this matchup because honestly, on both sides of the ball, the Jaguars are outmatched on paper. They have the they have the quarterback battle one. I mean, the only place would be if James Robinson was healthy. But again, he was out. Uh, other than that, I mean, you know, they have Stefan Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, Gabriel Davis, Cole Beasley. They outnumber us. Dawson Knox was out. But the offensive line, they out, you know, shine the Jaguars as far as talent. And then on the defensive side of the ball, this is a defense that we've seen superstar talent on for the last few years and they are performing at such a high level and I think that was even evident in this game Matt I gotta ask you biggest surprise coming out of this game outside of the outcome being nine to six Jacksonville biggest surprise from this game as a whole uh defense they showed up I mean I think I think you get to give credit they came up with a great game plan going into this one. They played a two-high safety scheme, and they just got to Josh Allen. They destroyed that entire offensive line. You're having Bill's Josh Allen having to scramble around while Jack's Josh Allen is just getting right to him. Uh, Josh had forced some bad passes. He's had to scramble a little bit. But I think overall, the defense is what won the game for the Jags. Yeah. I mean, I think the Jaguar scoring nine points was on everybody's radar. I think I even... Had a pretty good tweet before the game, not to toot my own horn, but 
you know, Trevor Lawrence leads the Jags on a two minute drive to end the game. Touchdown to Dan Arnold in the middle of the end zone. Buffalo Bills 41, Jaguar 7. As a joke, making it dramatic, but it ended up being dramatic. And this defense is 100% the reason why. Shout out to your former defensive coordinator in Baltimore, Joe Cullen, who for the first time this season looked like he put a competent product on the field. I mean, it was a beautiful thing to watch. And I think where it started was with Jaguars, Josh Allen. And you know what? I'm just going to say better Josh Allen. The better Josh Allen is where things changed because we've said it time and time again on this podcast. The less that he drops back in coverage, the better it is for the Jaguars. And he was on the ground. He was standing up, rushing the passer, passer, creating havoc. And that's what changed the game. Anytime you can get a mobile, physical quarterback like Josh Allen moving, it can only really benefit you because his legs are only going to take him so far down the field. Yeah, he's a guy that can rush for, you know, seven to 10 yards, pick up a first down. That's fine. I think that's kind of where the NFL is trending anyway. But he's not the kind of guy that's going to beat you out of the pocket throwing on the run. He can, he yeah, his flashes of it, especially with Stefan Diggs down the field. But in this game, better Josh Allen was just out there wrecking havoc on the in, in the trenches, pretty much beating the Bills left and right. First player in NFL history to record an interception, a sack, and a fumble recovery all in the same game. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just a beautiful thing to watch. What more do you got for us? I know, like you say, it was a beautiful thing to see. I think the the Jags were just ready to put back what we said last week, just the embarrassing performance to Seattle. And I think they just wanted to come out with some sort of urgency and some sort of fire under their skin and just pretty NFL like, hey, we're not the worst team in the NFL. We're a team that's going to come after you. It's, it's you know, you expect the unexpected in a sense. Yeah, uh, no, exactly. And I think the beautiful thing about the NFL is we we talk about it often. It's the it's the professional league with the most parity, I would say. I think when you look at recent history in the playoffs, you can't necessarily pinpoint one team going into the playoffs as being even the Super Bowl favorite. And we'll get into further games in the next video coming up later on today. But you look at the Kansas City Chiefs and what they've done. They've struggled. They barely came out on top this week. But the favorites are not playing like the favorites. I think this is the closest this league has been. We saw the Jets upset the the Titans and then the Bengals. Now we've seen the Jaguars upset the Bills. I mean, these are Super Bowl caliber teams, maybe outside of the Bengals. Maybe we were a little quick on them. But as far as beating the Titans as the Jets and as far as beating the, the uh, te- uh, excuse me, sorry, I'm blanking. As far as the Jaguars upsetting the Bills, those are wins that Super Bowl contending teams do not allow from a team that's one in five, one in six competing for the first overall pick. So I think ultimately the, the, the defense gets five gold stars, a hundred gold stars, whatever Mr. Schneebly says in School of Rock, a thousand gold stars to the to Jaguars defense, because without that performance, uh, th- this would not have been the case this week that the bills were averaging, I think 32.7 points entering this game and the Jaguars. I don't even think they'd allowed less than 20 in a single game up to this point of the season. So I guess the next point would be the next question would be, is this sustainable? Is this the type of performance by the defense that can trickle over? Do they have that confidence? I think I have my swagger back. Are they going to move forward and kind of play a little bit more of this physical, not push over, not roll over type defense? I think that's what you have to hope for. Now, as a Jackson, you have to, what you just put up against the Bills, you have to expect this defense to come out again every single week. Unless it's the thing that you want to see all season, 
Um, so I think that's what they have to do. And offensively, you know, yeah, offensively they didn't do as well as they would like to. But, I mean, that still puts confidence on their side of the ball as well. If James Robinson gets healthy, Trevor Lawrence, uh, if he gets healthy for next week, you know, hopefully that just kind of get things wrong for the Jags. Yeah, and I think that was an important momentum-building win for us. Not necessarily from the standpoint of, okay, this is where the playoff push begins. I don't think any of us Jags fans are like, okay, we're 2-6 and six or whatever, and, and here we go. We're going to you know start fighting for a playoff spot. But realistically, I mean, you look at these upcoming games, obviously the Colts, uh, they lost Carson Wentz last week. Josh Johnson finished the game for them after I think it was Sam Ellinger went out of the game for the Colts. So, um, you know, you have a favorable matchup there. Obviously, we'll, we'll get into that looking at a video down the road. But when you look at the upcoming schedule, you have to think it all starts with how this defense can perform. Because for a while, we've seen Trevor Lawrence be able to put up 20 points, 24 points, obviously not against the Bills. I don't know how many teams would be expected to score that many points against the Bills. But we've seen Trevor Lawrence capabilities. We know what he's about. We know what he can do. Um, I think moving forward, this is a very positive sign uh, for this defense. Now, hopefully they don't lay an egg like they did against Seattle. Hopefully, you know, they can keep this momentum moving forward. And it all starts up front. The rush defense has been great all year. Josh Allen had his breakout game and three turnovers in the game, three turnovers in the game, which matched or maybe outdid our season total up to this point. So what do we always hear in football? Win the turnover battle. You can win the game. And that's exactly what happened here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you put it right to it. Uh, I think we also noticed that, uh, that Trevor Lawrence is now well trusted into getting the short yardage on fourth and goal, fourth and one. So now uh, you got to feel comfortable with that. And I think, to, I guess, to the, to the Bills fan, I'll sit in front of me. Hey, sit down. Sit down. Sit down, hey, sit down. Sit down little Bills fan. Oh it was wild. Honestly, I do got to give credit to the Bills because they travel extremely well. And that's a fan base. You know, they lost four Super Bowls in a row consecutive back to not just like over the course of 10 years, four years in a row. They lost four straight Super Bowls, and that's a fan base that just continues to get stronger. And obviously, as the team performs well, as those egos continue to inflate, the Bills Mafia continues to get larger and larger. And it is really an awesome thing to see. And I I hope one day that the Jaguars fan base can be viewed equally as passionate as the Bills. Now, obviously, in Buffalo, you don't have as much going on. The Sabres have not been the brightest star in the city for them as far as sports go. You know, obviously, no other professional sports teams to compete with. Not much going on. It's all Bills all the time for Buffalo, but they did show out extremely well, and I'm sure they uh, they crushed a few tables while they were at it here in Jacksonville. Yeah, probably so. We didn't see any at our tailgate. Uh, we were we were very protective of ours, but, you know, yeah, good credit to the Bills. Uh I enjoyed having the Bills Mafia out there. I have nothing against the Bills fans that are sitting in front of us, but when someone yells at me to sit down as I'm already sitting down, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, are, last, are hey, last, last question. Does this, does this, uh, is this a wake up call for the Bills, I guess? Or I guess it is a wake up call. Where, where does this loss kind of put the Bills as far as the, the further, the future trajectory over the next few weeks? Is it, are they going to crumble from this? Are they going to rebound? Are they still a top contender in the AFC as far as Super Bowl aspirations? I still think they're a good team. It's just, yeah, I mean, they just, they hit a spurt. And, you know, you realize like Josh Allen, quarterback Josh Allen said, they play like shit and it falls back on him. And so hopefully, I, I'm not too worried about the Bills for the rest of the season. Yes, they got the Jets. Yes, the Jets have probably the two craziest backup quarterbacks right now in the NFL. 
but I wouldn't necessarily be worried about the Bills moving forward. I still think they'll, they are one of the best teams. It's just they just hit a wall right now, and it's, it's, they just got to figure out how to push through that wall. And yeah, no, that's exactly right. And excuse me, I misspoke earlier. Josh Johnson is quarterbacking the Jets. I apologize. I said earlier he had came in for injured Carson Wentz. That was incorrect, completely incorrect. Josh Johnson is on the Jets, so my apologies there. Yeah, we'll see what the Bills do. I mean, they've scored nine points combined over the last two games in the first half. Three points against the Dolphins two weeks ago. Six points against the Jags. And the world beater Jets will be playing the Bills this week in a divisional matchup, which, honestly, I could care less for or I could not care less for. However, I want to see how the Bills respond in these the, these Jets. They've beaten these top contenders over the last few weeks. I want to see what type of uh, run the Jets give the uh, give the Bills. So maybe the Bills were caught sleeping in this month of uh, November, thinking it was just going to be a walkover month. And uh, obviously, the Jaguars have proven that's not the case. And anyone in the NFL can be anyone Anytime. So anything else from you, Matt, before we uh, we call it a, a night right now uh, with the Jags bills? Anything anything before we head out? Nope. I mean, it was just great. Finally walking into TIAA Bank Stadium, seeing an actual Jags win. It was awesome. The atmosphere was crazy. Uh, hopefully more fans continue to show up and uh, hopefully the Jags makes it a little more fun. And you know what? First win on American soil in 420 days. Jaguars upset the Buffalo Bills as 14 and a half point underdogs, nine to six. Stick around on the Poochie Podcast YouTube channel for more videos coming up this week. We'll recap some more games from week nine of the NFL and also look ahead to week 10 as well. So uh, stay tuned.